Shalom everybody, we are now completing finally this amazing discourse, this is the final uh, paragraph in this discourse, Likutei Halachot, Yoredea, the laws of the new grains, Halachadalet, discourse number four, we're in the final paragraph, paragraph Seif Yud, ten, uh, two-thirds into the paragraph, and he, with this Rav Nosin, he gives us a major, major consolation in life, in everything that we're going through, and all the unbelievable difficulties, and and the main difficulties in in being so far from Hashem, that we see how tzaddikim they're so great and they reach the level, and we feel our face is like just so darkened and we're just so far from reaching these levels. We strive to come close to Hashem. We have we have examples, and yet we see that we have such failures and difficulties. So Rav Nosin gives us a major consolation, what to do, and more than that, that this is part of the this is part of the the picture. This is part of the reality this is part of the being jewish and and if we do what we're supposed to do right we can actually come out god willing so he gives a major major consolation and a major insight in these verses the verses ravnosin is touching upon is in the book hoshea hoshea is from the section called treasar okay chapter 14 of hoshea uh he works on two verses verse number two Pasuk Bet and Pasuk Gimel, verse 2 and verse 3. Verse 3 we mentioned already at the beginning of this paragraph 10. Okay? Now Rav Nosin is going to focus on the verse before that. Okay? And it's amazing because this, these verses, this chapter in Hoshea is the Haftara of Shabbat Shuvah, the Shabbat between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. We ask for forgiveness. And just amazing how Rav Nosin ties it in with the whole concept of Targum on a practical level. So Rav Nosin says like this, Vezehu Shuvah Yisrael ad Hashem Elokecha ki chashalta bavonecha. This is verse 2 in chapter 14 of Hoshea, the verse preceding the one we mentioned earlier, So he says, this is the meaning of the verse. Hashem says in, the, in, the, in, that, in that verse, Return Israel, Ad Hashem Elokecha, until Hashem your Lord, Ki because you have stumbled, this word, stumbled in your sin. Rav Nosin, look what he says. What, is chashalta? what does it mean, you've stumbled? Stumbling is normally accidental. It's unintentional. By accident, you stumble. You don't purposely stumble across something. It's accidental. It's unintentional. Okay? So he explains like this. When we're saying, Hashem is saying, come back Israel to Hashem your Lord because your sins have become stumbled. What does that mean? That your sins will be now considered as unintentional. Shkagot, shageg means your intent is good and the act is wrong. It's a bad act and the intent is good. Where does this take place? When a person is struggling to come close to Hashem and he submits and falls to his sins, but he doesn't want to. He really wants to be a good Jew, but he can't withstand the temptation. Believe it or not, this is considered a shogeg, but on condition. What's the condition? Coming up. So first of all, that uh, we're asking, the, the, the Prophet is saying, on behalf of Hashem, come back to Hashem your Lord, because your sins have been transformed to unintentional sins, which is less severe. This is not Rav Nosin's invention. It's from the sages, from the Gemara. You can, you can look it up. Yoma, page, page 86, 
side B, they discuss this, that we, we, we turn our sins, which are intentional, avon, is an intentional outright sin, iniquity, transgression, turning it into unintentional, shogeg, which is the, which is the same meaning as kashalta, kishalon, to stumble across, which is unintentional, it's not, it's not prepared. So now Rav Nosen goes, and this is the next verse, verse number three, This now is better explain, explaining the verse that we brought down. Take with you words. What is it? Well, like we said earlier, what does it mean? Take with you words. Like we mentioned earlier, that take with you as you are, as you are upside down. Targum, admixture of good and bad. Speak. Don't say, what good is it? My bad is so bad. So why should I talk? Why should I speak good words? No, don't say that. And Rav Nosson saying it's connected to the preceding verse. So take with you words, like we said earlier, that even in the place that you are, where you were located, your low place, upside down, mamash, literally upside down situation, that you are there, Nonetheless, speak holy words. Don't think these words go to waste. Speak the holy words. Even if you feel so out of it and so impure and so ich, still speak. Don't stop speaking the holy words. And like we said earlier, this is the concept of Targum. That you, your, your situation is bad and ugly and dirty and rotten, but your intent is good, is holy. You know, in reality, even the wicked, the most wicked people, they had maybe once a good intention, but they didn't believe in the good, so they gave up on it. Like Bilam, he could have had an awareness of God's greatness, which Rashi refers to in the Psukim in Parshat Balak, that he did have some charata, you know. He said, I wish I can die with the righteous people. You see that he had a good intent, but he killed it. He gave up on it. This is the idea that a person, he, as low as he may have fallen, but if he still believes that there's hope, if he still tries to connect to the good, and he wants to connect to the good, there's still hope to get out 100%, to be transformed totally to the side of holiness, to get out from the Targum to the Holy Tongue. What is it dependent upon? That the person keeps on speaking words of Targum, words of Aramaic, meaning what? You are as you are, but you still talk holy words. And I like the world, the world thinks, the world says, Ech, you're such a low life. Why are you saying holy words? It's, it's blasphemy. It's, 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 it's defaming. It's, it's impurifying the words of holiness. Why someone so low as you should say such holy words? Just don't do that. That's a wrong attitude. That's a wrong mentality. That leads to, the, to, to destruction. Whereas the opposite is, and this is where the majority of people in the world fall. They don't believe in the good. They're so bad, how could my good make a difference? And he's saying it makes a difference, but you have to express the good in words. You have to express your good desires to keep on davening and keep on saying words of Torah, even though you are as you are, and, you, and that way you don't give up. That's the key to continuing here, okay? Still continue to speak holy words. That Targum is the idea of unintentional sins. Shigagot. The Targum, we said, Rabbi Nachman says this in the lesson 19 itself. Let's see. That the, the Targum is the idea of a Shogeg. Like it, Rabbi Nachman himself brings in lesson 19, Likutei Moram, the verse from Chavakuk, the verse reads in Chavakuk, chapter 3, verse 1, Tfilah l'Chavakuk al-Shigyonot, a prayer for Chavakuk 
on the Shigionot. What is Shigionot? Sheperesh Rashi, Rashi explains Shigionot, which means like unintentional sins. Ketargumo, like it's Targum. Ayen Sham, see there. So Shigionot is like from the word Shogeg. Shigayon is Shogeg. And Rabbi, Rabbi Nachman points out, look what Rashi said. Rashi said, Ke Targumo. Like it's Targum translation. Every verse in the Prophets and the Torah has an Aramaic translation. But Rabbi Nachman is taking it literally. Ke Targumo. That Shigayon, Shogeg, is Targum. Like Targum, like the Targum itself. It's Targum is also the concept of a Shogeg. What's a Shogeg? The person's intentional intent is good, but the action is wrong. That's why he brings a sin offering. He didn't do it intentionally. It was an unintentional sin, which is called a Korban Chatat. A sin offering is brought for a Shogeg. We also have to do Tshuva on those sins. That we tell Hashem, on Yom Kippur we come saying, it shouldn't be once a year, by the way. It should be every day. We should do an hour a day of Yom Kippur every day. That's what the rest of us used to say. That the hour we would do is one hour of Yom Kippur. And the rest of the day is Purim. Happy. To be happy the rest of the day. 23 hours of the day, Purim. Happy. Like Purim. And one hour, Yom Kippur. Where you're, you're literally using that hour to express your pain and your brokenheartedness of being so far from Hashem and you confess what you've done and you tell Hashem, I don't want to be like this, I really want to be a good Jew, I really want to come back to you that's what Hashem wants of us, that's what's needed this is the way how to become a tzaddik Bezat Hashem, okay, but going back Shogeg, unintentional sin Rabbi Nachman says in lesson 19 Ketar Gumo, Ayin Sham, look there in depth in lesson 19 of the Kutim Moran and now since through the holy words that this person speaks in the place that he is in the low place that he is in the low scenario the low situation the low status the low level wherever he is and yet he's still speaking holy words look what happens so by doing that, by still talking holy words, you transform your intentional sins with your real major sins, but because you continue to speak holy words they want to come back to Hashem, even though you are as you are, they, they become transformed and turned into the category of unintentional sin. As opposed to the person who does these wrong things, and he's given up on himself, and he doesn't talk to Hashem about it, so then the person gets really punished. Then, the person dies, he leaves the world after 120 years, and because they saw that the person didn't retort, didn't speak holy words, which would keep him in the, in the which, make, which would make him into the category of Aramaic, there's no Aramaic here, there was no good and bad, it was only bad. If, while being bad, he would have spoken good words, which means to ask Hashem, help me to come back, help me to do tshuva, I want to be a good person. He didn't do that. So there's only bad and there's no good and bad. So there's no targum, there's no shogeg, there's no unintentional sin. So there's no choice but to, 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 to judge the person for his sins as being real transgressions and iniquities. That's why the rashaim, the wicked are punished. That's, the wicked are punished and they're, they're deemed wicked because they didn't speak out. If a person, he may be a rasha, a wicked person, but if he were to speak out, speak out in that situation, Hashem, I don't want to be like this. I want to be a better Jew. I want to come back. I just don't know what to do. It's so hard. I failed. I've fallen into the test thousands upon thousands of times. I can't get out. I'm addicted. I'm a, an addictional sinner, whatever. But you at least say it. You mention it to Hashem. You make a deal out of it. You make an issue out of it. So this 
turns you into shogeg. That's what he's saying here, that now you have a better chance. You can turn the real sins into unintentional sins, which afterwards it's much easier to elevate them to the complete goodness, to transform the sins into merits becomes much easier when they enter tra- the transition zone of shogeg, of an unintentional sin, where the intent is good, but the act is wrong. Okay? So you t- you're able to bring it back up to complete good. And as he said earlier, all this in the strength of the complete tzaddik. Look at this term. The complete tzaddik is mentioned above. That the complete tzaddikim, which is, we mentioned earlier, why it's so important the person seek to be close to tzaddikim. And Rabbi Nachman illustrates this with Elisha and Elisha Navi and, and, and his teacher Eliyahu Navi. Why it's important to strive to be a disciple, to be close to the tzaddikim. You may not be a tzaddik in your own right, but if you're close to tzaddikim, you believe in tzaddikim, you attach yourself to the tzaddikim, they can take afterwards your shogeg and bring it up to the total good. Unbelievable what he's saying here, as mentioned above. Vezeu, and now he says, this is the continuation of the verses there in Hosea. Imru elav kol tisa'avon v'kachtov. Sorry, this could be a continuation of the verse in Habakkuk. Say to him, Imru Elav, say to him, say to Hashem, Kol Tisa'avon, it's a very hard translation here, because you can't translate it literally, like Rashi is going to point out. So let's, let's translate according to Rashi. Say to him, remove, lift up all of my sin. Kol, all, lift up, avon, sin. Lift all my sin, the kachtov, and take good. So Rav Nosson explains, so that afterwards we ask of Hashem, blessed be He, that He should elevate, in other words, lift up and remove, lift up to remove and forgive us of the whole sin totally. Okay, in other words, to remove the sin totally. So we ask Hashem, remove the sin totally. There should be no sin here at all. Through the unintentional stage, let it become that it's totally clean, that there's no sin at all. Bivchinat, like the idea of kol tisavon. Kol tisavon, what it says in the verse, kol, like we said, all lift up sin. That Rashi explains that the translation, the meaning is, switch around the words. It's like Kol Avon, all of the sin, Kol Avon, entire sin, lift up. In other words, lift up to remove and clean and forgive. Hainu, Rav Nosan explains, Shekol Avon Yisa Ve'imchol Legamre Kanizka Le'el. That the whole sin, the total sin, should be lifted up, sifted out, removed, and forgiven totally, as mentioned above, to transform from Targum to total good. Vezeu, and that's what the verse ends with, Ve'kach Tov, and take good. What does it mean to take good? What you take, you're giving the sin, and you're getting back in return. You're taking with you shitapech letov gamur that it should be turned into total goodness, and as mentioned above. Wow! When we may we merit to stick with this for the rest of our lives until we become transformed totally to the side of holiness from our targum, but to maintain at least at least targum in our life to always speak words of holiness as low as when we have fallen, not to give up and not to give up in believing that, there, that there's a chance that we can get out of our total darkness, our misery, our sins, our blemishes, whatever it is that each person is trapped in, that there's hope to get out totally. Bezrat Hashem.